Hey drivers, are you looking for a new job or are you looking just to become a new lease driver? Well, NCI offers new Kenworth T680 double bunk condos with APU and refrigerator, all standard and all of their equipment. Come aboard and become a lease operator or you can become a company driver. NCI offers regional positions, over the road positions, team positions, and also NCI will take on a few students if you've graduated from a trucking school. Pick up the phone, check out NCI, and see if they have what you're looking for at 888-311-7076. That's 888-311-7076. Hey, drivers. Have you thought about becoming your own company? Have you thought you'd like to get your own authority and DOT number, but you just don't know how to go about doing it? Well, call J.J. Keller and Associates. They can help you get the proper registration and credentials that you need to operate legally. They protect drivers from penalties and out-of-service orders as a result of not having the proper authority. They save drivers time by filing their paperwork and ensuring everything is correct. Drivers, they also help you with unified carrier registration, USDOT and MC numbers, MCS 150 updates, year-around authority monitoring, and plenty more. Drivers, if you're looking to become your own company and you want your own authority number and DOT number today, call J.J. Keller & Associates at 888-601-2017. That's 888-601-2017 and tell them TalkCDL sent you. Thank you. So do you remember a couple weeks ago we had a little segment on about the, uh, there was a Trucker Hall of Fame award um, with the uh, food distributors people? Correct. Do you remember that? I do. Okay, so today we're going to have a uh, a member, actually I think the president of mm-hmm. IFTA. Yeah, we what, do. Now what is it, IFTA stands for what? International Food Service Distribution Association. Okay, you know, I know Distributors a, Association. Okay, so it's International Food Service Distributors Distribution. Association. And, and they've been around since what year? Actually, they started in 1930 or 1906. 1906. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. They, I mean, that's like at the beginning of trucking. Like these, this, this uh, food service distribution has been around. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, when you go back in time for trucking, they're like at that time it was like like a wagon hooked to a horse. I think. I I would assume because I mean I don't think the car you know like food service trucks were like flown around in tractors and right. trailers they, at that time. They, they didn't have because re- if you're a food distribution, you have to have a reefer, right? Yeah. So these guys did not have like refrigerated trucks. They had like ice blocks yeah. in a Peterbilt wagon. Yeah. I wonder if the first horse was named Pete. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> this this is powered by two horses. <laughs> Today is hundreds. So, but anyways, uh, we're going to bring, what's his name? Mark Allen. Mm-hmm. Mark Allen, he's the president of, mm-hmm. of the IFTA. Mm-hmm. So we'll be dialing him here in just a minute and getting his take and everything on this thing. I'm, I'm just curious about this. You know, it's funny. I've never, ever heard about a Truckers Hall of Fame. I just haven't. I, I've heard of it. Before, yeah, but it wasn't. Th- it was more for um, 
the truckers associate like different ones that are through the truckers or like overdrive would announce it and so forth. So I've heard of those types of things. And, um, of course you also have the truckers hall of shame. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's the, the, the wall of shame. The wall of shame. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are things like that, but this is the first time I've heard of it being through an organization like this one. Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and, and dial that in. I don't even have the number. Do you have it? I do. You want to dial it? Mark Allen. Hi, Mark Allen. This is Ruth Ann with Talk CDO. How are you? Yes, good, Ruth Ann. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. I also have Troy, who's my co-host with me. Yeah, I'm the co. Okay. Hello, Troy. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm pretty good, Mark. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. So, so Mark, we got a million questions for you, but we recently actually uh, talked about your, your uh Hall of Fame thing you have going on with truck drivers. And, you know, I got to confess, we didn't realize how long you guys have been around. Ruth Ann dug it up, and it's showing 1906. Yeah, we are uh, part of an organization that, or, or we're part of an organization that's been around since 1906. We actually split out as an independent organization, though, in 2003. So from that point on, we've been solely focused on food service distribution and advocating for food service distributors. Right. I did. We did read that also. So you have to be, I mean, basically you have to be a reefer carrier in a sense, right? You have to be a food distribution company. Yes. Yeah, that, that's right. That, that, that's exactly right too. And most of the vehicles are two or three temperature zones. Oh, okay. So, so more like, more like uh, LTL carriers like Cheney brothers, Cisco and all those companies. That is exactly right. Those are Troy. Those are our members. That's that's right. How, how many members yeah. do you have? We we've got about 160 members, comprised about 75 percent of the industry. Um. So we rep represent the I would say the lion's share of the industry. It's a, it's a huge huge industry. There are about 15,000 distributors uh, across the United States. So you you go from uh, sixty billion dollars Cisco to uh, very small, very quick. Hmm. Nice. And and before we actually go on, I actually should introduce you more properly. You are actually the president of IFTA International Food Service Distribution Associates. Food Service Distributors. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. International Food Service Distributors Association. Okay. How long you've been the president there, Mark? Uh, this I'm I'm in my seventeenth year. Nice. Wow. Now, just, of course, the obvious question, have you driven a tractor trailer ever, or are you just... I, I have, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we, we actually, ironically, we do a truck driving championship every year as well. Nice. So, uh, several years ago, uh, the uh, transportation managers who we work with to, to plan and execute it uh, let, let me drive one. So, the, the course itself is, in, we do a written portion, and I can talk about this. We do a written portion, we do a drive portion, a pre-trip, and then we have a big banquet. It's about 550 people, it's kids, it's, it's spouses, it's families, about 145 drivers. And, and the road portion, uh, they, did, they didn't let me go through the road portion, but they did let me drive the vehicle. And I was, it, it just drove home for me how miraculous it is what these men and women do each and every day, uh, not just to do their jobs, but to keep America's roads safe. Because... 
as I was driving that vehicle, it was just around a parking lot. It looked like I was dragging an aircraft carrier behind me and they are backing into tight situations and turning and changing lane. Everything that they do to be successful is, um, it's just heroic. It really is. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm preaching to the choir here, right? Yeah. Well, and, and in a sense, truckers are like, you hear about the autonomous trucking industry coming up, but, and how it computes so many things, but that's what a trucker does. Like you said, you're looking back there, you've got uh, like an aircraft carrier behind you. You're, you're, you're judging where you got to swing it. You're judging your speed. You're watching for people. A trucker does what an autonomous truck can do. So yeah, you're right. A, tr- a, a truly good trained truck driver is amazing to watch. And I will tell you, the rodeos are amazing to watch. So in your rodeo, what is that? Is that held in Virginia itself? No, we actually hold it in Disney because we want people to come and bring their families. Disney World uh, or Land? We, yeah, we do We do a lot of events for the, for the kids. We do a lot of events for the families. So we have competitions for the children. So, uh, And then the banquet on Sunday night, we bring the kids up on stage. We have Disney giveaways. We have you know awards for the competitions that they participate. They do essay writing contests about their professional driver and we, we want it to be a family friendly event. Therefore we've, we've been at Disney the last 12 or 12 or 13 years. So, so Mark Disney world in Florida. It is. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean like we don't live far from there. We must've been like under a rock that day, Ruthann. Uh, we didn't we even didn't pass. <laughs> What's funny well, is we will. Yeah. So we're not do we're, for obvious reasons. We couldn't pull it off this year, travel restrictions and things like that, but we will, We'll do it again next year, um, and we're excited to get back to it. And if you want, we'll extend an invitation for you to come over and and see what it's all about. Definitely, because we've literally been pass holders for Disney for about 12 years. Yeah, it's amazing. When do you actually go there? What time frame? We had been going, uh, oh, my gosh, for the last 30 years probably, the middle of September. We're moving it to the middle of October. We do a big trade show in October, so we're flipping the two. And um, in October will give us obviously slightly cooler temperatures. We, we've had some hot days out on the asphalt doing doing the, uh, the the road portion of the course. So that's during the the food and wine the the food and wine festival. Festival. Yeah, it's the beginning that's of exactly, it. and it's getting tougher and tougher. Disney wants us off the lot. That we, we use one of the Epcot lots right now, and they want us off that lot for that very purpose. That's they, our favorite one. They need that for the wine and cheese deal. Yeah, yeah. and we are the wine and cheese people. Yeah, yeah, yeah we like that. Yeah, we like that time yeah, frame. So <laughs> every year they want us off of that lot earlier and earlier, and we we went to two two courses probably eight years ago to to try to accommodate them but we're we're still on there from about six in the morning until probably two o'clock by the time we're fully picked up and and then we've got to get the vehicles out of there we've got tents we've got to get out of there so it's um it's they they're no longer as accommodating for us and everything comes by truck it does you're darn right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. um i was going to mention something um, as far as videoing, if you know, send us that invitation when you're ready, and we'll bring our equipment. We actually have some videos that reached close to 100 million households, 40 million views. Um, so we've we've got some pretty big videos that are out there circulating right now. Oh wow! Yeah, well, so I, I will send you guys um, uh, 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 the, the video. We videotaped the thing about three years ago, so I'll send it to you so you can get a sense for what we do and. And how the banquet works and all that. It's a, it's a quick three minute video, but it kind of encapsulates everything. But we, we would love it. we would love any exposure because we are 
we're so proud of that event and it is we, we do several we're, we're a bit we're a lobbying organization we lobby on behalf of the industry and trans, transportation is one of our big four four issues and then we do a lot of research and we do several big events throughout the year but the truck driving championship and the hall of fame are the two things that our, our staff gets the most joy out of because the the people we interact with when we do those are just salt of the earth, good, humble uh, people. And they're just so much fun to be around and so much fun to, to work with. So in order for a truck driver to be invited to the actual rodeo at Disney, now, does that driver also have to be a Hall of Fame member in order to participate in that? Or can he be invited by his um, IFTA uh, uh, company that he works for? Yeah, so the, so the company makes that determination, Troy. It's a good question. And, and generally, the company will set up their own rodeo. So they have to win either their company rodeo or they have to be a uh, the top performer from the company in an ATA rodeo. So we, we support the ATA rodeos as well. That's, that's a valid kind of uh, way to get into our event. I, I'm so intrigued right now. You have no idea. I'm so f- looking forward to another year because I can't wait to actually come and see this. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like all giddy. I'm like, be planning it. We'll glad to have you. I think you'll, you know, with, with your passion for the profession, you'll, I think you'll really enjoy it. Well, I have, um, I have here a list of, because I went to your website, which the website is ifdaonline.org. So if any of the drivers want to go to your website and learn a little bit more about it, if they work for any of the distributor members, they can go ahead and talk to them about trying to become a part of your Hall of Fame if they have the qualifications. Yes, yeah, and the qualifications, that they're nominated by, by the company, and the, you, you see, you've probably seen the qualifications then, 25 years in the food service distribution industry. So we, we try to recognize and celebrate longevity, career longevity, 25 years accident-free. Uh, so obviously trying to recognize and celebrate safety and then five years with no moving violations. So uh, there are, this is an industry of 141,000 drivers, and this year we are celebrating 40 of them. So it's... Very, very, um, very, very narrow number of uh, drivers that that uh, are eligible for the hall in any given year. But not impossible. But not impossible. No, and that was part of the challenge. We wanted to make it very difficult. We wanted to to really recognize and celebrate the best of the best. But we also wanted to make it attainable. There's some 24-year drivers going, oh, that damn Volkswagen got in my way. It ruined my whole career. Yeah, yeah. And I know they, you know, they, they, they call us and they say, I've got one more year. And I, I think they get nervous because they know they've got to remain accident-free for that year. But we, we've, we've, we've had folks that have been in the, we had a guy last year, 42 years of driving, never had an accident. And if any of you drivers out there listening, also don't die before you, be, you know, got the 25 years in because you're going to lose your qualifications at 24 years, perfect record. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, he didn't make it. That's true. That's just That's the way exactly it's very true. Right. Yeah. That's so 25 years as, and in fact, I think it actually said it has to be an actual, if the company or companies that they have 25 years in with, it can't be just like uh, 25 years with some reefer company that's not involved with IFTA. Is that correct? Yeah, and it's, it's yes, that, that's exactly right. So we wanted to recognize drivers in the food service distribution industry. So 
Um, they, they do have to have 25 years in the industry. So we, we, we just wanted to show that career longevity uh, because in our industry, the driver does touch the freight too. So it's a, it's a, not only do you have to have the technical capabilities and the temperament to drive an 80,000 pound truck, but you've got to have the physical ability to offload on average 750 cases each and every day, which is, is no small feat in its own right. Um, so we, we wanted to, you know, we wanted to recognize that longevity and then the, the driver in our industry is, is the face of the company. I mean, they're at the customer location, uh, two to three times a week. And that, that is who the professional chef in the restaurant sees most often. So they've, they've got to be able to execute that customer service piece of the job too. So it, it really is an, an, an incredible, incredible mix of competencies and capabilities and uh, a skill set. Well, here's one of my questions, because I thought it was 25 years with the same company. It could be a different... A mix of them. A mix of, as long it, as it they're be, all... Yes, it, it can. You can go from one to the other, which does does happen sometimes. doesn't happen often, but it does. And we did not want to penalize somebody for going to a, another company because they wanted to move to a different area of the country or had a different type of opportunity available to them. Or, so or if we, the company closed down too, because some of the companies that were out that were frozen food at one point, they merged with other companies that might not have been an uh, IFTA member. So they might've wanted to switch companies so that they could stay with an IFTA, mem- um, IFTA member company. That, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, and we have seen quite a bit of that. So, we we wanted to make sure we could we could bring those those professional drivers into the into the Hall of Fame. You know, I'm sitting here looking at the list of members, and there's some that I'm actually surprised are not on here. But one of them actually was one of Troy's old companies. Oh, FFE. No, Lens Milling. No way. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh well, they, well, Lens. They're 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 a member of ours up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, Troy used to drive for them. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, they should be on that list. It might be. A, they were bought by private equity, so it might be under a different name. No, there. I see them as Lens Milling, but like FFE, I don't see in here. But well, FFE is more truckload. You know, they're not like distribution where they have like a distribution center, like Cheney Brothers has in Ocala, where they take the food and and then they have. Their trucks that go out to restaurants and and hump the freight themselves. I think that's more yeah, what Cheney Brothers is on here. Yeah, Cheney would be on there. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to I wanted to great, mention. Great I'm sorry. I wanted to mention Lentz. That was the toughest job I ever had in my life. We literally with Lentz we would pick up loads of flour, hundred pound sacks, and they were on twenty four skids, and they'd go into a cellar in one of the bakeries in Brooklyn or Manhattan, somewhere up there, and so of course. We had to drive a cab over that was 20 years old. It did 53 mile an hour, and we were going to New York City three times a week and unloading the trailer. Try to find a trucker to do that today. And oh my gosh! Yeah, and then down into a basement, down steps. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to, well, actually, you had to, you had a helper, and he was down in the cellar, and you you put a big. We had chutes that were literally 20, 20 plus feet long, like an old coal chute. Right, but these were thick wooden ones, and we both had to carry it, set it up outside the window of the cellar and I would throw I would throw a sack on uh, the chute uh, and it would shoot down and he'd catch it and stack it to the ceiling oh my gosh wow wow that that is difficult yeah what what a yeah what a tough job so I had a question and, and most, most people don't spend any time thinking about how that how that restaurant got that flower though right it's a it's a segment of the industry it's a it's a 
It's yeah. a $300 billion industry that most people don't know about or don't spend any time thinking about. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. And, and what actually really probably bothers me the most I mean, I know other drivers know what it's like and these companies that have the drivers coming in, but your standard regular citizen that's going into the grocery store, when they want to complain about certain things, they do not realize everything that goes into the food service period when it comes to, um, like if you go into Walmart and, and you have people that are sitting there just getting all frustrated because they're waiting for their products to come in that they, you know, oh, they haven't had this specific type of thing for a little while and they want it so badly, but they don't realize how much trouble the drivers are going through right now, getting everything to everyone. Yeah. And we, we've become spoiled as consumers, haven't we? We want everything we want when we want it. And it's got to be here now. I mean, think, fruits and vegetables, you have access to strawberries year round. When I was growing up, strawberries were picked in June and you had maybe a six week strawberry season. And now you can get strawberries, uh, you know, anytime because of the way that, uh, you know, from different growing regions around the country and all that, all that moves via truck. And yeah. people don't realize the role that transportation plays in their lives and, and the luxuries that it affords us. And that's not as even American, as American consumers, right? Right. And it's not even considering the fact that you're in a trailer that's cold. You know, you have a cooler part of it, but then you have the frozen part of it. And you're in a cooler when you're unloading it and loading it. It's not an easy, an, an easy job when you're dealing with it. So you're saying that people don't, can't really appreciate, and, and, and in all fairness to the consumer... You know, they don't know Mm -mm. what it actually takes till they're actually putting a fork of food in their mouth, what that food might have went through to get to their table. So they don't they don't they don't appreciate they don't understand a video, a video of the life of a strawberry or or a life of a flower wheat. Uh Ah, See, I'm always thinking. Yeah, you're thinking weird. So 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 Mark Allen, I I got a question for you, a couple questions I I don't want to forget to ask. Um. First off, these drivers, you got 40 inductees going into the Hall of Fame from 2019. They're being inducted this year. Is there an actual, and, and you might have mentioned this, but is there a ceremony? Do they actually come physically to a place? And do they receive anything, an award, a plaque, a, a trophy? What, what? Tell me all about that. Yeah, so they, they would generally, this year's going to be a little different. We're going to do it virtually. Uh, but in years past, they come to what we call our Distribution Solutions Conference, And it's an event that we hold in October. It's about 1,500 folks out of the industry, CEO, uh, transportation manager, uh, and we, you know, operations, transportation, IT. It's a chance for the industry to come together. There's education. There's a trade show floor. uh, Everything you need to run a distribution business. Uh, But uh, this, this Tuesday morning of that event, we do our Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So the, the drivers come in the night before, uh, they, they bring their families. We have a big banquet for them, transportation manager, driver, spouse. Last year, we, we were in Orlando last year. We did it for about 250 people. Um, they are presented with watches. So they get a watch with the, the IFTA Hall of Fame uh, logo on it and their name inscribed in the back in the year of their induction. And then they get a certificate for their participation. And then the next morning, they walk across the stage in front of oh, eight, eight or 900 uh, of their industry peers. Uh, and they, uh, you know, we recognize them. I'll, I'll probably say 10 minutes worth of words about the hall and about driving as a profession and 
uh, you know, the challenges and difficulty and what those drivers do each and every day to get food safely and efficiently in every corner of America. And uh, we, we do some great photos, and then we allow them to participate in, in the rest of the event if they choose to do so. So it's a, it's a great way for our industry to, to thank and recognize them for everything they do each and every day. And I, I know that, um, you know, as much as they are valued by their companies, uh, they probably are not thanked enough for what they do. And it's, it's a chance for us as an industry to make sure that they understand that we appreciate their efforts each and every day. Uh, we value them. We value their skills. Uh, professional driving is is not an easy profession, uh, but they're all exceptional at it, and uh, we celebrate them. On your IFTA website, is there a section? I didn't look for it, but do you actually have a section of you know from the very first guy uh, that ever uh, was inducted into the IFTA Hall of Fame, Truckers Hall of Fame, and do you actually have an a- actual? like I said, page where people can go and view and for drivers and their families to go, Hey, look, look at, here's where Barney's at. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, dedicated to those guys. There, there is. Yeah. On, on iftaonline.org, there is a, a list of everybody, every driver who's been inducted in the hall of fame, uh, at the end of this year, there will be 140 of them. Uh, and we do our best to get pictures and to write little, um, you know, little demographic profiles of the drivers. Then throughout the year, we do a lot of social media. We'll interview a driver about how they, how they got into the profession, what they like about the profession, talk a little bit about your, you know, your family. So we try to get a sense for what, you know, who they are as people and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll release those on social media. Uh, over the course of the year. But yes, we, we, we definitely want to memorialize and make sure that we have a history of each and every individual that's been inducted into the Hall of Fame. I also noticed that you not only have the um, iftaonline.org, but you also have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and a LinkedIn, it looks like. Yeah, we do. We're, we're very active on social media, and we, we have uh, notice that the industry is actually very active on, on social media. So it's a great way to reach people where they want to be reached and not expect them to come to a website. So uh, as, you, as you rightly point out, we're very active on, on all those channels. Ruthann, I think that is an awesome, as, as he was explaining the, the awards and everything, to me, now, you know, a lot of times we clown around, but to me, that would be something to aspire to. If I'm in that industry, you, you basically have, you're going to have your name etched in a little bit of trucking history. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, I think, I, I honestly, I, I to- totally love the idea of this. This is something that I think is really great for this type of industry, but it's also, not only is it just a regular trucking industry, but it also breaks it down to being the food service portion of it, just like if it would have been a flatbed division or anything like that. Each division comes with its hurdles, and I think something like this is really great. It's a great encouragement for safety. Yes. You know what I mean? Because this is, if you're if you're really aspiring to get to that 25-year mark, if you really are, you're you're going to be very very cautious every second of the day, which is a good thing. I I don't know if you have it or not. I know there's I'm learning there's one or two other trucker hall of fames out there. Um, question for you is: Do you actually have a physical building, like with some memorabilia? Uh, you know, maybe an old tractor trailer in it. Or are you are you guys thinking of even starting something like that? Since you already have a truckers hall of fame, maybe just in the in the uh, food food industry. You know, from older reefers all the way up, maybe even a 
of Peterbilt with a horse and a buggy and an ice block uh, back in, you know, 100 years ago. I'm just saying, it, have you guys thought of that or are you already doing something like that? Yeah, uh, not really, Troy. We, we, we do have office space. We're in uh, Tyson's Port of Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C. We, we do have, we collect small little mini trucks. You know, distributors are, are very proud about giving out those those little guys. And we've got historical photos of old vehicles and old warehouses throughout the office. But we, we're we in an office building. We're on the fifth floor. Uh, it, it's a great idea. And I know distributors, if you, if you go visit them, sometimes they will have uh, some of that historical stuff. And, and I think it's important to capture that and, and celebrate it um, because, you know, we, we, we've got to maintain our history. We did a little history piece on the industry about 18 months ago. So we've, we've gone back to the mid-1800s and kind of memorialized and documented the evolution of food service distribution. Um, but it, it's, just, uh, it's, just, it's, it's just a little presentation. It's a vo- with a voiceover. It, there's no actual physical uh, memorabilia. I noticed in this part of the industry, Ruth Ann, this, this is really where a lot of your higher paid drivers are. Um, I know uh, there's uh, we've talked to several Cisco drivers, Cheney Brother drivers that are well over a hundred thousand dollars and home every day, mm-hmm. compared to your over the road drivers. Um, it really I don't want to say it's a different class of driver, Mark, uh, but it definitely is not for everybody. Uh, this the food in, the the food industry for uh, the simple reason you're you're a lot of times fingerprinting the freight. Yeah, and that, you know, it's, it's interesting. So $300 billion industry, we've got 350,000 employees. I think I mentioned 141,000 drivers. Those drivers touch 8.7 billion cases of product annually. So uh, on average, about 750 cases a day. So one benefit is you're home every night. Uh, average annual wages for the industry are about $70,000. Uh, I'm not aware of any distributor that doesn't provide health insurance for for that uh, professional driver. Most have a 401k or some type of profit sharing. So you can it, it can be a very very lucrative career. Uh, but you you know you've got the customer service aspect. You 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 that driver on average is doing uh, about 12 13 stops per day, uh, about 20 miles between a stop. So never never really getting up. To, to speed like an over-the-road driver does. They're going from uh, restaurant to restaurant to restaurant, stopping and delivering. And for a lot of people, that route uh, kind of driving and being home at night is a very, very attractive uh, aspect of the profession. So it, it's, it's one of the ways in, in which food service distributors can sell that to prospective employees. Awesome. So, so Mark, I don't, I don't know that we've got a whole lot of time left on this uh, segment. Uh, we definitely would, uh, if you have anything ever to uh, share with the industry, by all means, you've, you want to, you got a five, 10 minute segment you wanted to put out there by all means, uh, just shoot Ruth Ann an email and we would uh, absolutely invite you back on to the show. Uh, question, do you have any advice or anything that you'd like to share? Anything you'd like to plug before we go ahead and end the show? You know, I would just say it's it's this is a, a wonderful profession. Um, America cannot go without without professional drivers. It just can't. Seventy percent of the the country's freight moves via truck. 
And, uh, you know, we cannot do enough to celebrate uh, drivers and the things that they do each and every day to move the products that we as American consumers want, um, and they do it safely and efficiently. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we created the Hall of Fame. It's one of the reasons why we hold the Truck Driving Championship is to, uh, you know, recognize and reward to elevate the profession and to get younger people interested in driving as a profession. As you, you both know, it is increasingly difficult to get younger people excited about driving. And, um, you know, through some of the things that we're doing, we hope that we can at least catch their attention and get them thinking that here's a profession that I can do that, uh, you know, pays a very, very good wage. Um, it, you know, it, it's something that's integral to the success of America. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a great way to make a living. And it's at the end of the day, it's rewarding. It's not easy, but at the end of, at the, end of the day, it's rewarding. And, um, you know, if we, can do a, if we can do our small part to get more people excited about driving as a profession, then, then we feel we've accomplished something. Well, that sounds, I, I agree. I, it, sounds, it sounds like a wonderful opportunity if a driver can work for a company like this and advance himself up to be a Hall of Famer with IFTA. I think that that's great. Um, I was looking at the truck driving championships. I see that it's going to be held in October this year, October 14th, 15th, and 16th of 2021, this coming year. That's it, yes. Yeah, briefly, and we, we did have one set for September, but we had to, with, with everything going on, we had to, we, we did cancel it, so. Oh, yeah, no. We're, we're sad. We, it's, a, it's, a, it's our favorite event of the year, but we also want to make sure people are safe and healthy, and, and we'll move that to October. So October 20, 2021, and we would love to have both of you join us. I will make sure you get an invitation to that. Is, that would be wonderful. Now, now, just real quick before we let you go, is the public or, like, any truck driver allowed to come and pay to get in to see it, or is it just basically a privately held thing? No, yeah, we do. We, we've got a modest fee, a day fee. It includes breakfast, uh, lunch, uh, full access to the course. We even do a, a fee just for the banquet itself. So anybody can come. And we do once in a while have some folks, but it's it's probably 98% industry. And then we, we'll have some folks come and watch. I, I think it's fascinating. I mean, the course that we set up during the truck driving championship itself um, is generally incredibly challenging, incredibly difficult. And to watch these drivers navigate that course with, with uh, the proper temperament, with poise, with grace, and, and to be able to, to navigate that, that, that 53-foot, uh, five-axle, in and out of very tight situations is very interesting to watch. We, we also have a three-axle and a straight truck category as well um and, and it's you know what, what what these men and women do each and every day is just miraculous well what we'll do is as we're leading up to it we'll 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 throw an advertisement out there and just let everybody know if they're going to be in florida plan on stopping in and saying hi to everybody what do you think Ruthanne? that would be fantastic perfect perfect and I'll, I'll make sure you get uh, everything else we've talked about as well yeah, Megan's been wonderful with uh, sending back and forth with me with getting the information needed to to set this up. So sh I just wanted to say she's a great girl. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure she gets you, uh, Ruthann, ex exactly what we talked about. It'll it'll come from her. Well, well, Mark Allen, we sure appreciate you taking. Uh, I'm sure your very busy schedule to hang out with Talk CDL today and and let us let us uh, learn about the IFTA. We truly appreciate it, and we look forward to uh, seeing you in the future. 
Well, Troy and Ruth Ann, it's great speaking with you today and keep up the good work. It's uh, good to see you raising, uh, driving as a profession as well. So thank you for doing your part. Oh, well, we, it's, it's in his blood. <laughs> so we, uh, <laughs> Once it's in your blood. It doesn't, it doesn't come out generally. It's, no, it's there. no, it's, 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 it's there. So we, uh, yeah. We like to do as much as we can to to support the trucking industry and and get awareness out there for everybody that's involved in it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Mark. We're going to go ahead and cut you off, and uh, I'm going to hang out with Ruth Ann, and then we're going to get rolling for the day. Super. Well, th- thank you both. Enjoy thank, the rest of your day. Thank Bye, you. Brother. You have a great day. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. So that was Mark Allen from IFTA. And Ruth, and real quick, go ahead and at least uh, put, give the, uh, it's what, ifda.org or dot? ifdaonline.org. So if is in Frank, mm-hmm. D is in David, A, online.org. Right. And that'll get them to the IFTA, the International Food Service. The International Food Service Distributors. Distributor. Di- distributors. Yeah, I can get that one out. Yeah, at least they get a little <laughs> laugh with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was trying to say distribution and distributors at the same time, and it just did not want to come through. Yeah, that was a really interesting stuff. I mean, it's really great. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what would, would be, you know, while we're still here, would be my, I would love to start one, but you and I are so busy, it's crazy. And when you start something, if you want it to do, if you want it to go right, you need to put a lot of time into it. But my my uh, suggestion for somebody out there, I know Freightways has a Hall of Fame uh, a place you can visit in Knoxville, and we want to talk to them also. But if anybody out there is really looking to start a Hall of Fame in each industry or something to do with trucking, you know, you have our support. Mm-hmm. You know, any of that stuff. It's actually kind of fun, and it real. I tell you, it really um, it really inspires safety. A lot of that stuff, Ruth and these guys. Now, I will tell you, 25 years with an IFTA company, five years, no, now the five years, no accident and the five year, no ticket. No, I get, I, I'm cool with that. It's five years, no moving violations, 25 years, no accident. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 25 years, no <laughs> yeah, accident. Yeah, that's the that big really, one. <laughs> that really thins it down, man. When you go, you're right. Five years with no ticket. That's not that hard to do. Mm-mm. Okay. But 25 years without a ding, I'm going to tell you something, man, that, that really, if you're looking to make it into the IFTA, you, you guys, you see how many well, 40 are going in this year? For this year, but he said overall, once this is, th- these are inducted, there's going to be a total of 140 in their Hall of Fame. Right. That's all they've got so far. So, um, and I'm sure there's guys like he had mentioned, he said, well, some of these guys get really nervous in their 24th year. It's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I got one year. Don't let somebody pull out in front of me. Exactly. But the bottom line is, you know what? It, it's really it's really cool to what it promotes in trucking. You know, it's a little bit different of a show today, but it was kind of really interesting to learn all that. And mm-hmm. so anybody out there that's looking to promote or do things, you know, that promotes truck driving, truck the trucking industry, you know, Talk CDL, we want to be a part of it also. We don't have the time to push any new programs, but if anybody has ideas, Talk CDL would be happy to promote it on our show. Oh, yeah. Think about it this way. If you started in the trucking industry with, like, just say, Cheney Brothers or U.S. Foods or Cisco or one of those, and you stayed within that that industry because you have to be in the industry for 25 years, say you started out that way at, like, 23, you know, when you can get your, your license or even a little younger because you can do now, you know, more locally. Say you do that. By the time you hit 50, 
you can be an IFTA Hall of Famer. I'd be like 24 years, 11 months, and 25 days, right? Like five days ago. And I'd back into something stupid. And I'd get out and be like, um, uh. What me? <laughs> who did that? Was yeah. it me? Who the hell did in my trailer? <laughs> Well, dispatch? <laughs> can I have safety, please? <laughs> no, honestly, I, I, you, you, can you imagine that? You'd be like, just a couple days left to go, and your whole, your whole I'm goal. I'm going on vacation for the next year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's true. If you got, like, three weeks left, take, your, take a vacation. I built all my vacation up for this particular year. I'm it, done. <laughs> exactly. Save what you can. Take as much time off as you can. So. But, you know, that's, but that's a good Goal, because you imagine when you are, you know, if you reach that point, right, where you are actually in the Hall of Fame, can you imagine, you know, drivers are really, you know, so happy when they hit the million miler. Exactly. And so can you imagine going to a company, you know, because you're, you've decided now at 55, you're, you're kind of wanting to get out of the industry because, you know, arthritis mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say. I don't know. But say you just want to do something different and you go, yeah, I'm an IFTA Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, I agree with you because like guys, like you said, guys that have a million miles and two million miles and three million miles. And when I say a million miles, I mean, safe driving million Mm -hmm. miles, Mm -hmm. right? When those guys, you could tell they are like, I got a million miles safe driving. Mm -hmm. That's a guy that, you know, took the time to really care about his future. He was very prudent. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what that word prudent means. A regard for your future. He was, he had regard for the future. And so he spent 25 years building that up. Or, I'm sorry, a million miles, technically. Some drivers get a million miles in seven, eight years, okay? Yeah. But, you know, if you just go by the industry standard, it's probably close to 10 years now because of, you know, ELDs and everything. But if you have a million miles, like you said, you're pretty happy about that. Mm-hmm. But to go 25 years and be awarded into the trucker, the Truckers Hall of Fame, that's got to be a pretty cool deal because, like I said, can you imagine? There's 140 people right now in a $3 billion industry can literally say, hey, check out my husband. He's on mm-hmm. he's on this IFTA, mm-hmm. you know, Truckers Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. It is. It's super. I think that's super. Oh, I'm just happy with it. I like it. Hey, do you have a word of the day? I do. All right. What do you got? Let's, let's move on to that, and then we'll end this because we're actually at 40 minutes. I only plan on having him on for 15 minutes. Well, he was He's probably listening right now going, what? 15 <laughs> minutes? What the hell? <laughs> well, I didn't realize that, but hey. The boys you, are greedy. <laughs> right, good. But he kept us really. It was interesting. It's yeah. definitely interesting. And well, if you have the president talking to you of the company, he probably knows pretty much about the company. He probably didn't start out as president. Probably understands just about every damn job that IFTA has. He said they got quite a bit of employees. Yeah, but well, here's the thing is, it's not that it was just because it's something that we didn't know about either. Mm-hmm. And what they offer drivers as far as the events and and what they can do with the driver that way as far as like the rodeos and and, mm-hmm. and the the Disney event those types of things that's to me very intriguing cuz we didn't know about it first of all we didn't know much about the company and to get that information and get it firsthand, it was absorbing. All right, so moving on to the word of the day and again plug them Ruthann, who is it? Oh, hey, I, sorry. Did yeah. I run over your mouth? No, you didn't run over. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> You're just so funny to yourself. Now listen, listen, listen. All right. All right. All I was going to say is plug word genius, please. 
who he just did. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this is by Word Genius. And the word of the day is after Ruthann ran over my mouth. <laughs> Acrological. <laughs> Acrological. Do it again. Acrological. Acrolo- How do you spell it? Is it A-C-K? A-C-R-O-logical. A-C-R-O logical, mm-hmm. acro logical, acro, acro. It's not like dancing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good, what do you got? It actually threw me off when I, because, you know, I'll take a guess of what the meaning is, yeah. and I'll look at it, and i look at the meaning, I'm like, ooh, that was nothing like that. So what is acrological? Relating to or based on initial letters or sounds. Relating to or based on initial letters or sounds. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But you have it in a sentence. My daughter wrote an acrological poem of the word mother for my wife's birthday. The order isn't alphabetical, but it is acrological. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It's French. It is French. And, and that explains it. <laughs> Not that we don't love French people, because I love French fries and French toast, but in all sincerity, that was just... I'm wondering if it means, you know, like when you see a, you know, let's say like with this here, it says, wrote a poem on mother. So it'll say M... M is for the way you. It said the uh, the yeah, initial, initial letters. letters. So yeah. it's it's when you take the, you know, there's a song about love. Mm-hmm. So it's L, is for the way you look. Go girl. At me. Yeah, baby. Oh. Yeah, I can't. It's say. for the ostrich in you. <laughs> v. V is for the vampire, cause I'm gonna suck on your neck and E. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making crap up. You're so egotistical. (laughs) Hey, are we done? Are we out of here? Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.